let's say I have this awesome to-do list application where the user can add tasks and check them off. Now the task list is private for each user. This means uh, the user must first sign up for the app before they can try it out. Uh, I've already done this in this case, but let's try logging out here. So this is the page that a new user will see when they first visit the app. Uh, we give a nice description trying to convince them to try it and hopefully they will click the try it for free button. But when they do, what do they get? A sign up form. At this point, I expect a lot of potential customers to just leave because they don't want to give their personal information just to try out an app. So how could we improve this user experience? Well, instead of bringing them to this form, we can create a temporary guest account in the background, which they can try out the application with and then later on choose to sign up for a permanent account if they like it. Now, the first question that comes to mind is, should we store the guest user account in the database if it's just temporary? Well, the way I have this set up now is that a user model has many tasks, and that's the association I'm going through in the tasks controller to ensure that the tasks are private for each user. We could keep track of a guest task IDs inside of a session and then query off of that in here, but that can quickly get out of hand as our application grows and we have other different associations with our user record. Also, this would mean that we have a lot of user ID foreign keys in our database that will be null, and we would have to have conditions based off of that, and we have no way of knowing if two tasks are shared by the same guest user, and so on. Therefore, I find it cleanest to keep track of the guests in the database. So I'm going to generate a new migration for this to add a guest column to the user's table, and that will be a Boolean field. Then I'll migrate the database. Now I just need to make it so when the user clicks the Try It For Free button, it automatically creates a new guest user account for them. Well, here's a template containing that Try It button, and this is currently going to the new user path, but I want to instantly create a new user record, so I want to go to the user's path with a post action. We could just leave this method off. I think it'll do post by default, but I prefer to be clear here. So this will trigger the user's controller create action, which is currently set up to take user parameters through the form, but if none are present, then I want to create a new guest user record. So let me check if they're present, and otherwise, let's build a new guest, and that's going to be a class method on the user model so we can have this all in one place. Now here's what the user model looks like, and if you haven't noticed already, I'm doing authentication from scratch as demonstrated in revised episode number 250. I'm doing this using HasSecure Password, which Rails provides. It's a very convenient way to do authentication. It takes hardly any code at all. Now, if you're using device or some other authentication gem, you'll probably need to vary this technique I'm demonstrating here, but I'll give you some tips throughout the episode on how to do that. So the first thing I want to do in this user model is create that new guest class method, and that should create a new user record. And let's uh, set the guest attribute to true for this. I'm doing this inside of a block because the guest attribute is protected from mass assignment. Okay, so now we have this set up, so the guest user will be created whenever we click that button. But what if we want this to work a little differently? Maybe we don't want to override the user's controller create action here, or maybe we want a guest user to always be available if we try to access a current user when one isn't logged in. Well, in that case, you can override the current user method and then have this fall back to creating a new guest user if there is no user signed in. That's an alternative approach that I won't be using here, but it is a useful technique for guest users. Okay, let's try this out. Reloading this page and clicking try it for free attempts to create a new user record, but we get some validation errors and it takes us to the sign up form. Not really what we want. 
So what we need is for this new guest method to always return a valid user record, and there's multiple ways we can do this. One option is to fill this user with fake data. Uh, just give them a random email address and username and password so that it passes the validations. Well, that's certainly a feasible option, but what if we have different authentication techniques, such as signing in through Twitter? It's certainly hard to fake that data. And also, uh, why fill our database with data that we aren't really using? So instead, I'm just going to make these validations conditional. Uh, most of the cases right here, this validates presence of, I only want this to happen unless we have a guest user. And then for the other validations, you can pass in the allow blank option, which is likely what you want anyway, since you already have the presence validation. Now let's try this again, clicking this button, and our validations are still failing because it expects a password. Now that validation is added automatically by has secure password. Now in Rails 4, you'll be able to pass any validations option and set that to false, so it skips those validations and then you can set them manually. But unfortunately, this isn't available in Rails 3, which is what we're using here. However, the implementation for has secure password is surprisingly simple. The method is only about a dozen lines long, and most of the logic is included through this module, which we can easily include manually. So what we do is need to mimic this functionality here. I'm just going to paste in these changes that are necessary in this user record. Uh, what this will do right here is basically mimic the functionality of has secure password without the validations. That way we can add validations manually, which is what I'm doing here, adding uh, the password digest to making sure it's present if we are not a guest, and also adding a password confirmation. Now, if you're using Devise and want to do something similar to this, you can remove the validatable module from the user and add the validations manually. Or alternatively, you can override the email required and password required methods so that they are dependent upon whether the user is a guest. Okay, let's try our application once more and see if this works. When we click try it for free, we get to our awesome to-do list instantly where we can add items and then check them off without even being a complete signed in user. Now there will likely be some issues with this, such as right here it says logged in as blank. We should give some indication that they're currently logged in as a guest and can sign up for full membership. We can find this in the application layout file, logged in as, and then displaying the username. I don't want to display this though because that is blank for the guest user. Instead, let's make a method called name on the user model, and we'll define that in here, and that will just check if the user is currently a guest, and if they are, display the word guest as their name. Otherwise, let's display the username. Reloading the page, and there we go. Now we just need a way for them to become a member. So back in the layout file, I'll just add an if condition to see if the current user is a guest. And then if they are, let's display a link to say become a member and we'll just direct them to the normal signup form. And otherwise I'll display the logout link. Now you might want to make a logout link for guests as well, but just be a little more careful with that since they can't log back in. So the trickiest part of this all is that we need to persist the user's tasks when they become a member and sign up for a real account. Now there are several different ways that we can go about this. Uh, one option is to change this create action so that it updates the current user record and removes the guest flag instead of creating a new record. But in my testing that got a little messy trying to juggle both new and existing user records in the same action. Instead, what I'll do here is move the associated data from the current user to the newly created user. So I can call maybe a method called move to, which I'll make later move the data to the newly created user only if we have a current user and that current user is a guest. 
So in this user model, I'll define that move to method, and that takes a user argument. So this will go through all the different associations, such as the tasks, call update all on them, uh, setting the user ID to the new user's ID. Now you might also want to destroy this guest user, but be careful with that because it might have the association still tied with it. For example, if has many tasks and dependent is a destroy, then that would end up destroying the tasks are associated with even though we updated them all to the new user. What I suggest is creating a rake task to remove old guest accounts. So I'll do that here, make a new file, let's call it guests.rake. And I'll paste these contents in. So we have this guest cleanup task, which loads the Rails environment, and then goes through all the guest user records, which are created uh, more than a week ago and destroys them all. So you'll probably want to notify the users somehow, display on the page that their guest account's going to be gone within a week so that they can move over to a permanent account if they want to save it. By the way, you may want to set up this rake task as a daily cron job using the whenever gem as demonstrated in episode 164. So now with this in place, when the user clicks become a member and fills in the signup form and clicks on it, they become that user and all the tasks and associations are transferred over to that new user record. And I just noticed there's a typo there. Oh well. Well, that's it for this episode on creating guest users. Thanks for watching.